So, Adam, can you just uh, start off by uh, introducing yourself, telling us a bit uh, about your own background and your YouTube channel, etc.? Yeah, so I'm Adam Fogg. Um, got the YouTube channel, the Fogg Dog Exclusive, that has been up and running for just over a year now. Um, and yeah, I'm a 1500 runner, miler, kind of uh, up to up to a 5k runner. Um, I, I've been running for quite a long time. I live in Brisbane, Australia, but I go to college out here in the US now uh, at Drake University. And uh, I'm running in the collegiate system now. It's been a year and a half that I've been out here. Obviously, 2020, I was in Australia at home pretty much the whole year because of Corona. Um, but I'm back now. I had a pretty good indoor season uh, that kind of wrapped up with Nationals, NCAAs a couple of weeks ago, uh, where I got fourth in the mile, got my PB down to 357. Um, and now, yeah, we're on to the outdoor season. So looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully a few good 1500s um, and probably 5Ks in there as well. So should be good. Uh, why did you choose to go to university in America? Yeah, so I I actually finished high school in Australia and always kind of like thought it would be a cool thing to do, like moving out to America. Uh, I knew quite a few people from home in Australia who had made the move. Um, and when I first finished high school, like I hadn't really run quick enough to actually like do it and commit to moving out to America and going to college over here. Um, so I actually did a couple of uni, a uh, couple of years of uni at home. Uh, I didn't like it at all. I was doing some like rubbish psychology course, wasn't enjoying it. Um, start of 2019, I ran a bit quicker, uh, got a little bit of interest from college and um, it kind of worked out perfectly with the timing. Like uh, my coach now got in touch with me through Instagram. Um, and at the time, like I kind of had sort of like given up on the, the idea of like going to America um but then all of a sudden I kind of literally within about a week switched from like no nah, I'm not going to all of a sudden yeah I'm really keen to give it a crack um uni at home wasn't going too well uh and I just thought the chance to like move over experience something completely different um and run in a program that um is really pretty well known like Drake Drake has a pretty solid history. It's not one of like the massive schools, but um, the opportunity to come out here and get a degree um, and train and race against like the best in America and then the internationals as well was like something I couldn't really pass up. So I ended up doing it. Uh, it can go either way. Like some people get injured, never run again. Um, that's like pretty dramatic, but. It, it happens, um, so it's definitely a risk, but I'm, I'm really glad that I took that risk. Yeah, and what, what sort of made you want, what made you choose, uh, choose Drake um, ahead of any other universities that you got offers from? Yeah, so I didn't actually speak to that many, many colleges, like when I was, when I was coming over, so Drake was like, one of, I don't know, maybe like five when I was really thinking about it. Um, and at the time, I have to say, like the head coach at Drake was Mark Carroll, who's an Irish double Olympian, 350 miler, 730 for the 3K. 
um, from back in like the late nineties, early two thousands. And so, um, running under him was like so appealing. He clearly has a great background as a runner. Um, and from, from speaking to the coaches, it just really seemed like the program and, and the degree as well. Like I am here primarily for, primarily for running for me, but as well, I, I do need to get a degree. Like running doesn't last forever. I definitely want to get some sort of qualifications and, um, the program that I'm in at Drake, I'm doing a bachelor of business, majoring in marketing, um, really looked like it was going to be the best fit for me. Um, uh, and on the note of the head coach, Mark Carroll, um, that worked out really well. Unfortunately, after my first semester, he left. Um, but I don't blame him. He got the head coaching role out in Boston, Boston Athletic Association. So, um, yeah, I mean, it worked out well for him and it's, it's so far working out pretty well for me anyway. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, how and when did you get into running? Yeah, so I've kind of been running for quite a long time. Like, uh, in, in Australia, the school system is really good. So when you turn 10, you can start, like, going from your school, like athletics carnival, say you run, when it, when I was going through, you could only really run the 800 as a distance runner. There was nothing further than that other than cross country. So I did that as well. Um, but the 800, you can run at your school. And then if you make it in like, say the top three, I think it was, you go on to districts, you go on to regionals, if you're top three, onto states and you can go on to nationals. And so that kind of like gives you a taste for it um at a really young age and even though you're you're only 10 years old like it's it's not that serious it really kind of gives you a bit of an idea of like um I guess competitive running um and I I definitely wasn't like training seriously at that point I pretty much like wasn't running at all but I'd do a few races and stuff um realized like I had a bit of natural talent I guess um and I kept doing that all the way through until I was about 16 and then I got my first proper coach uh and yeah started training a bit more seriously and then yeah from from about the age of 16 17 I've kind of improved a bit more and yeah ended up over here in America so yeah talking about when you were young could you run us through like a timeline of say like your 5k pb I've kind of put you on the spot but like Maybe from like the age of 12 to where you are now. Just yeah, yeah. I, I think I can pretty much remember most most of my, my yearly PBs. Uh, 5K, I didn't really run too many when I was super young. I know when I was, I think when I was nine, I ran like 21-12. Uh, as in, I did to be exact. 21-12, I remember that time. And it was like, yeah. that was so elite, like 21 <laughs> minutes for the 5K. Um I mean, I was really happy with that then. Uh, I didn't really beat that, I don't think. I didn't run many 5Ks until I was probably 12. Um, when I was 13, I ran 1854. Um, 14, I can't quite remember. 15, I was 1704. 16, uh, like 1650-ish at a park run. 17, uh like low 16, maybe 16, 10. Yeah. Uh, and then when I was 18, I got down to like 15, 15. Um, yeah. 19, similar. 
20, uh, like 14.36 or something. Uh, now I've run 14.03 on the track. So When did you start like training seriously? Like obviously the times have come down. So when did you really start to think like you could get fast from running, I guess? Uh, yeah, so I, I always knew that I had like a little bit of natural talent, like in terms of kind of running fast on the track and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, until I was 16, I wasn't really taking it very seriously at all. And even when I turned 16, I was only running like, uh, 30 miles a week for a year or so. Uh, and steadily over the years it's progressed quite a lot. Like I'm running a lot, lot more than that now, but, uh, yeah, I'd say when I was 16, I kind of realized like I could maybe do something with running and, uh, that's when I got my first proper coach and, um, yeah, since then, I've been taking it quite a lot more seriously. Yeah. What are you looking to get out of running, like, in the end? What's the goal? I'd love to um, – well, I'm I'm really enjoying, like, being in college right now. Um, that's huge. Like, for a lot of people, college running is, like, the pinnacle. Um, that's, like, their, their running careers pretty much. And, like, uh, that could be the way it goes for me. I hope that it won't be. I'd love to – when I finish college, like hopefully um, spend at least a couple of years, like trying to, I guess, make a career out of running. And people do do that. Like you can finish college and, um, you know, join a professional group. That would be a big, big dream of mine, a big goal. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm knocking on the door of that. I still want to improve quite a lot more. Like, um, but yeah, running well at nationals in America, definitely, uh, helps with things like that and so that that would be a big goal and then I guess from there I'd love to run internationally make some sort of team um, yeah there's definitely like big goals like that but along the way I'm at the moment enjoying my time in college uh, making the most of like the racing opportunities we're, we're getting here um, and hopefully with that it will kind of keep progressing and some opportunities down the line hopefully will will come up but we'll see what happens would you recommend like other people from other countries going to america colleges to i guess progress their running uh, even further yeah i mean definitely it is it is definitely a risk like it, it can it can definitely go either way like yeah. you if you're thinking about coming over i i definitely it's worked out really well for me. And for a lot of people, that's the case. Like uh, there's been so many people from Australia who have come over and done really well and, you know, joined professional groups and stuff like that. Won NCAA titles, Morgan McDonald, Ollie Hoare, yeah. uh, to name two. Like they're, they're both now training out in Boulder, different groups, but um, they're, they're huge names in the NCAA. And um, I think the fact that you can kind of, get a degree at the same time and like be in an education system is like really good. Uh, yeah. And, and at home, like in Australia, uh, I don't, I can't really speak for like other countries like around the world cause I haven't really experienced it, but through school, the system is like relatively decent. I wouldn't say it's anything like incredibly special or anything like that, but you get a few like decent racing opportunities, but then, as soon as you finish school, you kind of, you've really like not got that many options if you really want to pursue running. So you can try and like join a pro group. They're pretty much 
only pro group in Australia is Melbourne Shark Club. They're pretty well known. Uh, they've got some really, really good runners. Uh, you can go to university in Australia and uh, try and just like do your running on the side. Um, you can not do university at all. You can really just have a crack at running at home if you can afford to do that. And then if not, pretty much America is like the best option. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely, definitely worth at least looking into. And if you are going to look into it, just make sure uh, that, you know, the coaches seem like they know what they're doing uh, and that you're going to get a decent degree at the end of the day because that's, I guess, pretty important as well. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. With your um, sort of future, do you see yourself maybe moving onto the roads like 10K, half marathon? Uh, once you sort of, uh, I mean, you you see all these big runners sort of moving onto the roads and they go from running track to marathon like Eddie Kipchoge. Do you see yourself retiring from the track at some point and having a go at something else? Yeah, yeah. I mean, retirement from the track at the moment is like hopefully a long way, a long yeah. way off. Um, but definitely, like I, I, over the last couple of years, I've genuinely realized that I really do enjoy running and like my life would be so different without running. Um, and I think a hundred percent, like I've never run a marathon, but I, I definitely love to at some point. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be any good, but like just the years of running on running track races and like doing good training and like running some consistent mileage, like, it all helps like getting good years and years of training under your belt is like gonna uh i guess build up over time and just like really help for in the future if i was to like move on to the road uh and it it definitely is something like i would be pretty tempted to do when i kind of realize that like my track days are behind me um but yeah as i was saying hopefully that's quite a long way off but definitely in future it'd be something that i'd be pretty keen to have a crack at what about ultra marathons <laughs> never no way really I mean, <laughs> yeah i know uh like matt hanso at home i oh, actually yeah. listened to a podcast he did the other day um, oh, go. <laughs> yeah the go he was talking about um he was talking about like ultra marathons and how he'd definitely be into into them yeah for me like i think because he just loves running like he literally loves it i'd say i love running yeah. but like not that much like as in i i do but i wouldn't want to do an ultra marathon uh i think like the i'm i'm reasonably competitive and i if i was going to do a marathon like i'd want to be running like pretty hard and for me just ultras don't appeal in that way <laughs> like just yeah. grinding out for i don't know what it'd be like 50 miles or whatever um yeah not for me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tell us a bit about your YouTube channel. Obviously, you've gained a lot of popularity from it. Tell us a bit about um, the background of it and what, what you're trying to get out of it ultimately. Yeah. So uh, pretty much I was, I was at home uh, Christmas 2019 and uh, I was doing a few runs with like the Burt Squad, Matt Hanson, Matt Hanson and stuff like that. Uh, and Matt's actually the one who kind of convinced me to start it up. I hadn't really ever thought about doing it, but he was talking about it and he was like, oh, go on, it'd be pretty cool. Um, and, you know, you, you see like all of the 
athlete special and Zach Levitt, who's like not even a runner anymore. Like that, that guy <laughs> does not run um, more than like five miles a week. And if he does, like it's got to be recorded. I mean, he's surely like not training anymore. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I thought it'd be really cool to like, to document the journey. So for a lot of people, like running, running is just like something that weird people do. Uh, I thought it'd be cool to kind of show what life is like in America. Um, just have a record of like races to look back on and ultimately grow like my own profile. And, and it's definitely helping like grow the profile of like Drake as well. So when I ran at nationals, like so many people uh, commenting on the video and stuff, like they were watching nationals. They didn't even realize that I was in the race, but, but they recognized me and they recognized Drake um, and suddenly realized that like I was in the race. And so uh, it's just like a platform that I enjoy. I enjoy making the videos. Um, It's pretty good fun. It's cool to have to look back on um and ultimately yeah hopefully it will help in future in terms of like building up a profile um that really kind of showcases like hard work i guess like the true running journey um and yeah hopefully it will help in future yeah do you think like the athlete special obviously He's very fast, but he's obviously not the fastest of like the fastest. And he's managed to pick up a sponsorship with Brooks. Do you think that'll help you uh, end up getting a sponsorship with someone? Uh, potentially. I mean, my channel is like still, still growing and still really not probably like at that point. Yeah. I mean, the athlete special, Spence Brown, he's got like 60,000 subscribers. I think when he finished yeah. college and when he was probably like talking to, um brooks and like the brooks beast about trying to join their group i think he probably had 50 55 something like that which is huge like if you've got fifty thousand people out there um there are people who can't run like 20 minute 5ks who are who are making so much money off running just by just by having a platform like there are some people out there who uh post videos on instagram youtube of them like what they eat in a day what their training looks like and like these people like a lot of them don't even run that fast and yet they they built themselves up to to be kind of like i i guess idolized by like people who look up to them and like uh know them and want to follow their journey and see them improve and stuff uh and brands definitely definitely love that kind of thing like um my channel yeah i'm still not that well known like on the youtube scene i guess like it's still still growing um but yeah i think for for the athlete special like if he if he didn't have youtube at all he definitely still could have joined a pro group like he ran 359 for the mile as in he's run he's not like retired yet uh 339 1500 359 for the mile so he could have joined a pro group, but having that YouTube channel and having that reach just so appealing, I think. Yeah. What's your uh, YouTube goals? Um, if you know what I mean. That's kind yeah. Of a question, but... <laughs> I don't, I don't really have too many goals. Like I, I think I actually did write down at the start of the year, like I want to hit, I think 10 K subscribers by the end of this year, which I hopefully will hit. But yeah, like, I, it really doesn't 
bother me too much. I'm kind of just like taking it week by week. Like I just really want to keep posting videos consistently. And it's like definitely pretty tough. I still haven't missed a week. Actually, I've done probably close to 60 weeks in a row now. It was, it was January, mid January, 2020 that I first put my video up, but first put a video up. Um, and I'm just trying to be consistent every week. And with that, whatever happens will happen. Um, hopefully it will just keep growing. Uh, yeah. And with, with like goals with it, I just want to see that keep happening, have it grow, uh, get new people to the channel and yeah. Um, keep showing the journey and hopefully it will, yeah. Help. Yeah. The stuff yeah. you're doing is great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, talking, uh, talking about goals. What are your sort of ultimate goals for the track? Yeah, um, so, yeah, like long term, and, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, I'd love to. I mean, everyone's got like big goals. I'd love to run at the Olympics. Love to run at the Commonwealth Games, World Champs. Um, yeah, so they're like they're like the ultimate, real ultimate goals. Um, they're still a reasonably long way off at the moment. I think like the Commonwealth Games is something that is like definitely within my reach the the problem is like trying to be in like that top three in a country kind of thing to actually make the team um so they're they're my big goals but then along the way like one of my big goals for this year was to break 340 in the 1500 i did that in january at home so i guess i, I want to go a bit quicker in that now um i've run 1403 for the 5k so i definitely want to get under 14 which I hopefully will do. And I, I then want to go quite a bit quicker than that. Like I think in the right race, um, hopefully I can go a fair bit quicker. I don't, I don't really have a number. I just know I want to run, run fast. And um, along the way, I guess, if I can stay injury free, keep training consistently, um, just hopefully week by week, month by month, year by year, whatever, um, those times will just keep coming down and, uh, that that will ultimately hopefully lead to um, racing well and hopefully making some some big teams um, this year as well in the NCAA like coming over from Australia uh, I really wanted to make nationals indoor which I did and then um, I really wanted to be in the top eight which gets you all American honors um, I don't really know what that means to be honest but I know that it's like something that is like a, a reasonably good achievement being like a first team All-American top eight indoor or outdoor on the track. Um, so I got fourth, take that goal off. And then I'd love to do the same outdoor um, in probably, probably the 1500, but maybe the 5k. I'm not, I'm not really sure what I'll be kind of targeting outdoor, but yeah, there's some, some of my goals along the way. Um, yeah. At your indoor race the other week in the, was it? Yeah, the mile you did. Um, do you wish you had jumped at the line so you would have got third? <laughs> I, I just like couldn't believe that I was that far up. If, as in, I didn't look around at all. I don't think, and uh, I had no idea that I was actually like so well in third. Um, I guess when you're feeling really tired, you're always kind of like slightly dousing yourself in your head and like i i was coming into that home straight even in my heat i was thinking like people are gonna be ready to just 
swallow me up pretty much. Um, and it didn't happen at all in the heat. And then in the final, my legs were so tired. Like coming around the bend into the home straight, I was, I knew that I'd really given it my all. And uh, I guess, yeah, Waleed Suleiman, he uh, from Ole Miss, he uh, came through the inside and um, just pretty much got me on the line. But yeah. I really didn't care. I, I wanted to be top eight. Like top three is huge that would have been huge uh but like second down to eight is all american everyone gets the same thing um third would have been good but i was i was just so happy to like actually get in the top eight yeah so i i really didn't mind i, I mean i third would have been good yeah i would have liked that but i was really happy with fourth yeah uh you spoke uh, just about sort of consistency and staying injury free. Have you ever ha uh, been injured or had to take time off running? Um, yeah, like not not anything major. And touch touch wood, hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, I mean, injuries are pretty unavoidable. I guess like you can you can do all your recovery and like you can still get unlucky at the end of the day. Like I think most runners at some point in their careers, like go through one or two major injuries. I still haven't had any real major injuries. Uh, I've had a few little niggles along the way. Like um, I've had some minor, minor hip issues uh, when I was a bit younger. Um, and then as well, uh, the tendons under your ankles. I've had two separate times, like two years apart, the, they're called your peroneal or perineal tendons. They run kind of from under your ankles all the way up to like the outside of your knees. They both, both feet went awful at the same time. So I think I took like maybe a week off running for, for both times. And it was, it was such bad pain. Like I thought I was going to have to take a long time off, but um, I got really lucky. I did a bit of recovery stuff, I guess, like saw a physio and, yeah, I mean, the physio didn't really do too much, but um, they always just say, like, take a few days off. I, I did that, and um, it worked. It's magic. I got lucky, I think, and that's pretty much it. I really can't think of too much else. So hopefully it can yeah. <laughs> stay that way for a while. Do you think um, not getting injured is a bit of luck, or do you think – do you do a lot of recovery stuff, like, after your sessions and runs? I've – Definitely improved with it. Um, I was always really bad with recovery stuff. Like I, no one, no one really is like a big fan of that kind of thing. I mean, it's pretty boring. Um, I was really bad with it for quite a long time. And then last year when I was home in Australia, I started going for sports massages and stuff like that a bit more. Uh, I haven't been going for any of them while I've been back in America, but I've got a massage gun now and I've got a roller here and I have I've improved so much with them uh I can't I can't really say that like I feel too much like better when I'm running because of it I yeah. maybe I do maybe I do I don't know it's kind of hard to compare but uh I'd say definitely like it, it helps um it's hard to tell how much like I've never really had any major issues um but the recovery stuff definitely i try every day or at least every second day to at least get some stretching in or use my massage gun or get some rolling in but 
yeah, I'm mm. I'm still not great, but I'm slowly learning. Now this yeah. is a question. Oh, sorry. This is a question from one of my followers called Adam Wetting. He wants to know how tall you are. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, I get asked this quite a bit actually. Um, I'm not I'm not that tall, but like in some races, I swear I'm just racing really small people, and like my head is like a head above quite most other people. But I'm I think I'm 188 or 189 centimeters, uh, which is probably six two ish. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm about six two. On on a good day, maybe like nudging a little bit taller, but six two. Do you think um, do you think you look taller in races because of your immaculate posture? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean probably. Yeah. If I was like, th- yeah, I I guess it's really weird. Like I I used to have a really bad cadence and lean forward quite a lot. And I don't know what happened, but like I, I really worked to like pick up my cadence. I didn't really do anything in particular. I just, I literally tried to take more steps when I was running. And yeah. I think doing that and then a combination of that and running on treadmills quite a lot in America. When I went home to Australia because of coronavirus, like I was looking at videos of me running and it literally, people were like making jokes about it. It, it was like I was trying to lean backwards. Um, and I think that improved, but I'm still pretty like pretty upright. Like I'm yeah. a bit of a plank, but I mean it looks like you're gliding when you're running. It's mad. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty lucky. I've never really done too much for technique, literally yeah. other than improving on my cadence. Um I yeah, that's something else I get asked quite a bit. I've been lucky with it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, about um going uh, back home to Australia for uh, lockdown and because of uh, COVID, do you think that the um, pandemic sort of helped your training and may and may do a lot better? Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, definitely, without a doubt. I I was definitely fit when I first came over to America, like around that three forty in England in June twenty nineteen, and then in August twenty nineteen, I came over to America. Um, I was running some reasonably high mileage. I had a few solid cross-country races. Um, but I I went home uh, for Christmas and came back and did a few indoor races. But, like, I I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't that fit. I was running all right. Uh, but then I went home, got pretty much straight into pretty hard training and uh, got fit very quickly. Um, I had literally six months of just solid solid like pretty much base training uh, i was doing like the odd couple of track sessions in there as well um but mostly overall just strength work um and it it definitely helped like i i definitely have felt that paying off um when i've been racing back in america so yeah um i'm gonna ask you a few kind of quick fire questions just to answer them quick they're just from um my instagram so obviously i put up the question of uh if you have any questions for you so first one we have is what is one food you hate and will never eat and what is one food you will always eat uh i've really got into i know these are meant to be quick fire but i've got pineapple right here that looks <laughs> kind of grim, but it's actually so good fresh pineapple is something like i i've 
I've been buying like full pineapples and like chopping them up. I love pineapple now. Uh, I'd say I have to say pineapple is probably like my favorite fruit now. So I will always eat pineapple. Uh, I'll always eat chocolate. I love chocolate, but not too much of it. Like at, at a point, it gets kind of like too rich or whatever. Um, a food that I hate. Um, I really don't know. Uh, like pretty boring and obvious, but like we were out last night having dinner, uh, a few of the boys and someone ordered Brussels sprouts for the table. Uh, I'm not a fan of them. Brussels yeah. sprouts. I can't think of any food that I like absolutely hate, but they're not that nice. So yeah. Okay. Another one is, do you take breaks throughout the season? Uh, if so, how long? Yeah. Yeah. Like really many ones. Uh, I never have like a huge break. I'd say at the end of, at the end of outdoor coming up, I'll probably have a week, maybe. A week is like a pretty big break for me. Um, that's that's about it. After, like after indoor, after nationals, I literally had one day where I didn't run and then I ran like 79 miles the next week. So uh, between like indoor and outdoor and stuff, not not particularly big breaks but at the end of the prop season i'll probably have a week or so yeah um someone else asked who are some of the running prodigies coming out of australia right now oh there are so many honestly it's pretty yeah. crazy like australia australia is doing really well right now um so i guess gotta mention matt hanso i think he had a really good 5k uh technically today but in australia so like yesterday in australia because it's, it's monday there now still sunday here um he's running really well there's there's a few uh uh there's a triathlete peyton craig oh yeah he's still 15 he's run 348 i believe for the 1500 maybe maybe not it's crazy maybe like 15 yeah he's still 15 Whoa. maybe not 348 it might be like 350 two i i can't remember so crazy so many though um isaac biblay he's another running youtuber i'm actually yeah. he's like one to watch i think he's still 15 i think and he's broken four for the 1500 like i when i was 15 i ran 420 so uh if he keeps improving the way he has been then he'll be he'll be pretty quick and then there's just so many others like yeah from down south in victoria like yeah, and in Queensland, pretty much every state's got like a few good up and coming runners in Australia at the moment. It's good to see. And the last one is, um, what's your favorite distance to race? Uh, it's got to be the fifteen hundred. Like, uh, yeah, I, I've I've got to say the fifteen hundred. But I raced a three k a few weeks ago, and even though it wasn't really a race, like I was pretty much time trialing it. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to running some 5Ks uh, outdoor. So 1,500, but with the potential of stepping that up. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I have another question. Uh, how, how important would you say strength uh, work is? Just sort of weights or just body weight stuff? Yeah. I, it's kind of tricky like i have never really been huge on it but i do get in a couple of sessions a week 
Um, I don't lift anything ridiculously heavy. I like, I'm not very good at squatting. I, I don't do any bar squats. I used to, I used to try them. Uh, I did them for a bit, but, um, yeah, it definitely, it definitely helps and it's good for injury prevention and it does get you stronger. Um, but like a lot of people don't do it at all and can run really well. I, I do do strength training a couple of times a week. We've got a program that we go through here on Mondays and Thursdays, actually the day before we do our workouts. Um, and I guess I don't really have too much to compare to because over the years I've been fairly consistent with like trying to get in a session or two a week. Um, that's kind of been a bit up and down, I guess, at some points. Uh, and it does change when when racing, but I it it does help. But like you can't afford to think that it's like the be all and end all. And if you if you miss like a gym session, uh, yeah, I mean you're not gonna you're not gonna be losing too much. Nice. Yeah, if you were um, to pick one racing spike, one racing like road shoe, and uh, one training shoe, what would those shoes be? uh training the adidas supernova i do all of my jogging in them i pretty much now don't run in any other shoes when i'm running easy uh racing on the road it's got to be the next percent um i've i've never owned alpha flies i've got the next percent and i've got adidas adi zero pros which are pretty good um but the next percent are really good. In saying that, though, I really, really want to try the Adidas Adios Pro. So I've got yeah. the Adi Zero Pro, which I think is like the old yeah. version of the Adios Pro. Um, the Adios Pro is pretty much like the Adidas next percent equivalent. Uh, I'd love to try them. Uh, from what I've heard, they're pretty similar to next percent. So I'd love to give them a go. Um, and for spikes um i've run 359 in ambitions adidas ambitions and i ran my old 1500 pb 340 in adidas avances uh the adidas spikes are really good but dragonflies are pretty nice um, do you think that do you think that the super spikes make much of a difference uh it's it's hard to say like they they definitely feel good and for for like a 5k um i would definitely want to be running in like a nice kind of springy bouncy pair of shoes like uh and the adidas ambition is kind of like 1500 800 1500 maybe a 3k shoe as in i ran a 3k in it and they're really good like i i really like running in them um the dragonflies i guess they they're really good it's hard to put a number on like if they actually improve your performance or whatever. Um, Cause I've run pretty similar times in the Adidas spikes and the dragonflies. Um, but from, from what I've heard, like, and from what I've experienced, they're really good in terms of like improving your recovery. Like you, you pretty much can run in them and then the next day, like feel like you haven't even raced. So uh, yeah. yeah, in that sense, they're pretty nice. What's your sort of go-to track session, maybe 10, 10 days out of a big race to sort of test where you're at? Uh, depending on the distance, I guess it changes slightly. 
uh, for for a longer race, I'd probably want to do a couple of one k reps, something like that, and then maybe something a little bit sharper. For a fifteen hundred, I or a mile, I don't really have like a set session that I'll do every single time that I've got a race coming up. But I love I love doing uh, some slightly longer reps and then some quicker stuff. So uh, for for a 1500 in terms of like a slightly longer rep, that would be like a 600, maybe an 800 um, where you're pretty much running like your goal race pace. So um, the session I did the week before, actually like four days before I ran 339 and 1500. So I guess it's like pretty close to the race relatively. Um, it was my final session. I did two sets of 600 short break, 200. Uh, and then three by 300 after. So that's six, two, six, two, and then three by three. Uh, and I think with that, like, it doesn't have to be that exact session, but you can kind of take that and like uh, mix it up a bit. But essentially it's, you're doing a long rep, you get a short break, and then you're trying to run quick for a short rep. Uh, you get a big break, you do the same again, and then you're finishing off with some kind of like speed endurance sort of stuff. Um, and so, yeah, that kind of thing, I really like doing, but I'm, I'm really not too worried about like making sure I do an exact session every time. Um, when I'm, when I'm racing. Okay. I'm going to ask you one last question. Um, when do you think the fog dog merch will be dropping? <laughs> I mean, I'm not allowed to sell merch when I'm in college. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I, if I could, I, I would, um it'd be nice to make a bit of money like uh people can say what they want about merch but like at the end of the day like it would it would really help like it would be good to be able to make money i i don't make any money through my youtube videos uh i think my most recent video actually has adverts on it now but not not from my doing uh it's because i used espn race footage that got copyrighted and so they've got my video monetized any money that it makes goes to them uh that won't be much but like but yeah um and yeah if if i could sell merch i would uh not not all for the money i think it would be like a cool thing to be able to do but it would definitely help but uh nca amateurism rules i'm not allowed to make any money through running so no money through running youtube no money through merch no money through uh prize money or anything like that so for the time being it's not happening yeah the t-shirts were looking the t-shirts were looking pretty good <laughs> yeah they're nice actually it's, it's good material yeah uh, just one one final question did uh the uh drake bulldog logo have anything to do with your uh decision with it being like fog dog yeah yeah, so I've kind of, over the years, had a few different nicknames. Well, like a couple that I can think of, Foggy, Fog Dog, like whatever. Um, and Fog Dog has been one of them. So I thought that would be cool. And then because Drake is the Bulldogs, Drake Bulldogs, um, I thought that works pretty well. Uh, and then the logo, I actually got some dodgy company to make that logo. Like, I I don't know. I think they're... <laughs> Gammas really like uh, I don't know it's kind of a weird long story but uh they made the logo eventually it took a while but it's a bulldog uh so I thought that'd be cool to have with with Drake 
the connection. So, yeah. Thank you, everyone, who's got all the way to the end. You are the real ones. Hope you enjoyed.